Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon You gave a little golf clap. Was that for was that for the Rams and their victory was, over the Saints? That was for the Rams, and that was for you for oh. making perhaps the best decision of the season, yes. whether it's on or off the field. And I'm telling you right now, I look, uh, Kevin. I I want you. I, I want most of this episode to be from your perspective, but. To quote the great Dave Matthews, so much to say, so much to say, so much to say, so much to say. Um, well, well done. What, there's your, there's we, your applause. There's your little golf clap. And we, and bet you didn't think I was going to be quoting Dave Matthews. No, I didn't um, see that coming today. When we first started this podcast this season, when we began the actual football season, and I made this big deal about how I was going to attend at least one game this year, and it was probably the only time it was going to work out for me timing-wise, was a Thursday night game in December, which at the time was Rams-Saints, which I believe, I don't know if I use this phrase, but I believe we made it sound like that was going to be a garbage game toward the, yeah. <laughs> toward the end of the season. That yeah. we were going to be playing, you know, at best a marginal team and that nobody would care. And yeah. uh, not only was that not completely right, because it was a critical game for the Rams because of how tight the NFC wildcard race is right now with the Saints absolutely in the mix uh, and had we lost to them, um, would have made things even more complicated potentially for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Not only that, at least from the perspective of watching it uh, in my uh, safe, cozy home, yes. in, 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 as opposed to being physically there in the stadium, because we essentially switched places, uh, yes. uh, uh, which was perfectly fine with me. But it, it felt like, not just because you were there, but it felt like it was one of the most, A, exciting games, B, uh, it, like, really fun environment, and C, yep. star-studded event. Very, I mean, very true. all they had to do was say, Busta Rhymes, and I'm in like, okay, I'm in, I'm good. Couldn't but believe it. it. Was, was it as, it felt different, Yeah, Kevin? That's... That is really cool to hear from your perspective of watching because um, it, it obviously felt different for me because I was there, right? And it was, sure, a, it was a different sure. environment. But yeah, the the crowd was... Look, the crowd, if I had to guess, probably was still a 50-50 crowd. You know, it, really? it's really hard to say, but it felt like... I like I couldn't believe how loud the Rams fans were. And I, I say that, uh, you know, I was I was glad for how loud they were. I was expecting kind of a mediocre show up. But no, it felt like I mean, it felt like a playoff atmosphere. The only playoff atmosphere that I've ever experienced in professional sports is with the Dodgers. And this felt similar to that. It, now, it's hard to compare it exactly to that because at a Dodger game, playoff game, it's all Dodger fans. This you're still seeing half the people walk around in Saints gear. But 
it felt exciting. The the play on the field just felt energized. It felt like yeah. every time Kyron Williams got the ball, it was like he's gonna get at least seven yards here, if not more. You know, he's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it. Every pass was exciting. It was. It there was an energy in that building, and it's so cool to hear that it reflected on on the television screen as well. It it felt like it. It felt like there was just so. It, obviously, it it helps that the Rams have kind of been a bit on a roll. Even you yeah. know the way people talk about how the Rams uh, lost to the Ravens and continuing through last week and this week, despite the fact that these last two games, the you know the other team did start to kind of climb back in it a little bit. I kind of feel like this game against the Saints. Uh, which I guess final score was thirty twenty two, right? It, yeah, I, I don't looked closer than it was. Yeah, I don't think it was uh, really ever in question, really. No. Um, but part of that was because the Rams just consistently looked just uh, not dominant because they haven't looked dominant, but they're getting the job done in the most effective and balanced way, and then doing enough kind of clutch moments to which is critical if you want to be any any kind of team that goes into the playoffs you you have to have players who have you know just ice water in their veins yeah. willing to take the chance make the spectacular catch put the extra effort in and I will tell you I don't know if you've seen it yet but I, I always like seeing the Rams social posts especially the awarding of the game balls in the locker room oh, that Sean McVay comes in with all this energy mm -hmm. and there's and even in the locker room it's just like the excitement and the energy and the and the and the focus like big win people are celebrating but even Matthew Stafford you know who, who typically gets a, a game ball especially when he performs as well as he as he did last night and uh and he's still like hey we got to we got to finish these games we can't let these guys in i mean he's like he's yeah. he's willing to celebrate but he's also like we're not done it's just, it's just a different energy in there even it's just I mean, from top yeah. to bottom so uh, so tell me Frickin' everything. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to hear it, everything. Start with your Christmas shirt, and then just don't stop talking <laughs> until you see me doze off. I wear a different Christmas shirt every day in December. I've been doing this tradition for several years, and this day happened to line up with the loudest Christmas shirt I have in my collection. A little more like a sweater. It's a long sleeve kind of sweatery shirt thing. Bright green. It's got these <laughs> gifts all over it, right? Little little Christmas gifts all over it. They're a blue and yellow color, so it kind of is Rammy. In the middle of the shirt is a giant picture of Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's face with a Christmas hat on. He is loud and proud. I mean, I guess you could argue it's Alfonso Ribeiro, but let's face it, it's Carlton on my shirt. That's what I'm wearing. And my <laughs> goodness, did it feel good to walk around. I had several experiences because I also had my mustache wax. I had several experiences where people were next to me and just <laughs> didn't even know what to comment on. <laughs> they were just like... There was so much going on here. I don't even know what I want to say. I, it was a joy every time I would walk to the bathroom and I'd just hear, hey, Carlton, there's Carlton. And uh, that just brought me a smile to my face every time. Um, That's many, funny. Yeah, yeah. Multiple it's, it's bathroom so random. Yeah. It's so freaking random. Yeah. You are random. You're yeah. a random person. I was, I was, I, it was the most random thing I could do heading into this game. So, <laughs> so that that was a joy. I mean, look, uh, we could talk about the on-field stuff all day, but as, in terms of the experience at the game, already mentioned was the halftime performance by Buster Rhymes, which was just like 
so high energy. Uh, just it was it was a blast. And literally in the third quarter, I, I brought my girlfriend with me. And in the third quarter after the performance, I I looked at her and I said, "Did I dream that Buster Rhymes performed, <laughs> or did that really happen?" It was just like I saw Buster Rhymes perform at SoFi Stadium. It was just incredible. He wearing Rams jerseys. It was it, he was high energy. It was so much yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, what fun is that? It, we only got twenty seconds of it on uh, on the TV there, but it just it looked like people were really into it. Um, and uh, and also, I you know, I think we forgot to mention last last game um, that uh, uh, Mariachi Rams got some prime time coverage uh, yes. in the previous game, and, which is and, awesome, and a great shout out. But yes, I mean, it just. It just felt like there was just there was kind of a part, you know, some some of the fun of that is that, uh, you know, as you mentioned, it may have been 50 50 in there. Uh, Saints fans tend to travel pretty well. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are Saints fans littered throughout Southern California as well. Um, And 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 there and if you have a New Orleans connection, you're already uh, you're inclined, no matter how well your team is doing, you will go where the party is. That's just kind of in your in your in your nature. uh, If you're if you're from that area. So, uh, you know, they're going to show up. They're going to be a little fun and raucous and and get into it. I don't think they are intense like Raiders fans. They are more like I came here to, to party and play. And if we win, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. They were very, they very friendly, very, again, like you said, competitive, but like it was, cause I did go, if you recall, I did go to a Raiders Rams preseason game and I was scared for my life the entire time. I did not make eye contact with any Raider fan. Um, (laughs) Here, it was a little bit, it's funny, the gentleman sitting behind me, they were two Saints fans. And I just, at the beginning of the game, I turned around to them and I said, Hey, look, whatever happens, can we just promise we'll still be friends by the end of this? And, uh, and they, they agreed to that. But what was funny is the guy told me I'm actually a Raider. Raiders fan, but my friend is a Saints fan, and I just showed up and, and wore Saints attire with him. And I, I was, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to stay away from you if you're really a Raiders fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, the, it, the Carlton Christmas shirt might have saved you on that a, uh, on that front. I mean, they're not gonna, bit, they're not going to hurt any dude that's wearing Carlton. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit disarming. Also, if you when they walk up and you see a, a man with Carlton on his sweater, you know, you mentioned Mariachi Rams, and uh, yes, they not only did they perform, they did the first and third quarter performance. They did uh, Feliz Navidad, and they they did the the I think it's called Las Llorones, the ay, 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 they which I think they do. But the great thing about their first quarter performance is that our um, we every game there's a rampede leader. They get a local celebrity or some kind of celebrity to lead the rampede. And this is just a moment where all the fans are cheering really loud and he's saying, let's go Rams, Rams house. Today it was, or yesterday it was uh, Fluffy. It was, why, why was I about to say, um, uh, why am I blinking on his a- actual name? Not not Julio Iglesias, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> I was like, it's not Julio Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. Was Julio Iglesias there? <laughs> no, it was Fluffy. It was Gabriel. It was uh, Gabriel Iglesias. And he um, he performed with Rams Mariachi. He did Feliz Navidad. He was on the little jingle bells. In fact, I, I don't know. I, I have them right here. Yeah, I did. Oh my he had, gosh. He had the little jingle bells and was singing along. And he was, uh, Corona had like a sponsor tent where they were handing out ugly Christmas sweaters uh, that looked kind of like a poncho. He was wearing one of those. It was fantastic. It was so cool to see uh, Rams Mariachi with Fluffy doing their thing. Very cool. Um, well, if they're getting Fluffy as part of the group, then uh, yeah. clearly they're never going to get us. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they've gotten too popular. We thought we had an in, but... I, uh, 
it's not looking great for us to be included. Uh, I, I, and which is a disappointment because I have been practicing my maracas for sure some time now. You've been replaced so. pretty quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the other big name that was in the house that I believe, I don't know if he was showing on TV or not, but Shohei Otani was in the yes, house. Yeah, and, no, yes. absolutely. And there was a moment, I, I heard this on the radio after, but like, it, it, obviously they showed him on the big screen and just a, eruption throughout the crowd, which shows how excited LA is in general about this signing. And, and Shohei Otani being the, the kind of humble person that he is, he literally like covered his face like, oh, don't, don't show me on the big screen and just, you know, waved and showed off that he was wearing a Puka Nakua jersey. He opened yep. up his jersey and said, "I got a, I got a jersey on." Um, and I Puka heard, saw it. Puka saw, Puka saw it on the sideline and was, uh, and was grinning ear to ear. It made him really happy to, to see that because he was looking up at the, uh, the giant screen and, and, and some, some other players were going, "Puka, look, 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 look." Boy, well, Puka, <laughs> you talk about a smile. That guy was smiling all game, and, and, um, you know, look, we're super excited about Shohei Otani in LA. Yes, duh, but. Puka seems to be taking over LA right now. When I drove in and then walked into the game, there are Puka jerseys everywhere. It made me so happy to see number 17. He is a beloved Ram. He has become a favorite. And then there was just, you know, kind of a, I guess it was a pretty big play. I can't remember when it was, but in the third quarter, he got a pretty big catch, you know, probably like 10, 20 yards off the, after the, after the catch. And he just had the hugest smile on his face. He turned her and it wasn't like a, I'm showing off or I'm better than anyone. It was like, I'm having fun out here. I love this. Let's keep going. Um, I just can't say enough about how excited I am to have a, to have a, a star in the making or really already being made, uh, already made in Puka. It's, it's, it's so incredible. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the, the number of people who had the kind of night that uh, is worth bragging about, like I, I, I mentioned the game ball kind of ceremony at the end of the game, uh, McVeigh gave out like five game balls last yeah. night. He was just like, you know, what about this guy? What about Puka again coming through? How about uh, Demarcus Robinson, you know, who was like... Honey Thunder, uh, Honey Thunder, our boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he caught every ball that was thrown to him yeah. and, uh, and, and, and some critical catches in the game and scored a touchdown as well. Kyron that Williams. That was incredible, yeah. Kyron. Mean, Kyron Williams, uh, for the commentators, for the Thursday Night Football guys, it spurred that conversation of how you know running backs have become less impactful in the NFL over the last few years and that you know there is a discussion again when you have players like Christian McCaffrey and when you see that extra dimension that Kyron Williams brings to the Rams because it it makes them a fully multi-dimensional team that is very problematic when he's in and he's playing well which is most yeah. of the time he's in because yeah. if you can get and and it's and it's not boring grind him out football because he's breaking away for 6 7 yards every time you know, he gets the ball or, or every other time he gets the ball and it just opens up the field for I mean, you give Matthew Stafford those choices. And by, by the way, nobody's happier than Matthew Stafford that Kyron Williams is playing well. He has said as much because it just gives him more options and keeps him more protected because he's not back there in the pocket constantly trying to play catch yeah. up and make big plays. Yep. And put himself, make himself susceptible, and it eases up a little bit on the receivers. And and what an amazing season where Cooper Cup, two people are being focused on on either side of the ball. Cooper oh, Cup yeah. being smothered all the time, but still able to make 
amazing plays. Maybe not going to have the kind of stats here he's got, but all it's doing is freeing up these other receivers to 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 you know step up and and make plays. And then Aaron Donald, who l- l- almost has zero stats this year, but know, yeah. when you double team and triple team a guy, and he's even in the place of. I don't care that I'm not getting sacks or or even making tackles because if I can pull two or three guys off the line just to take care of me and I can still get close and I can still get a hand on the quarterback, there's there's at least two or three other guys on that defensive line or on a blitz who are going to be absolutely freed up to 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 create havoc, which is exactly what happened a few times last night. Oh, Kevin, it was just so cool. <laughs> it, you picked you picked the best think, game to, yeah. to jump in on, and I picked the worst <laughs> one to bail out of, I think. It, this well, might be a pivotal point in the season for the futures for the future of the Rams as they head into the playoffs, because this finally feels like real momentum with the right pieces in place to do some damage. So it's exciting. Well, I had the joy of sitting next to our most wonderful boss, whose name is Christopher, and he's just a joy of a human being, and I can't say enough about him, and he's just a wonderful man, and I love him to death, and he's so great, and he's such a great guy, and I love him so much. What makes you think that you kissing butt is that he's even going to hear this? What makes you think? (laughs) He, as soon as I sat down next to it, because he was, he was in his seats before we got there, and, uh, and, um, I sat down, and I said, you know, Larry was supposed to be at this game, and. I said, and I'm so freaking glad that he's not because that means I get to be here. I took, I took your tickets. You know, I know I actually, you know, what was funny is I did think, and I was so glad to be there with my girlfriend. So I, I'm really glad that she came, but it would have been a blast to have you there, Larry. I was thinking about that throughout the game. I was like, man, this would be so fun watching this with, with Larry. So we will have to go to a game. Hopefully we'll pick the right one next season. Uh, when, when we, uh, when we're, probably when well it's assuming we're not canceled let's not get ahead of ourselves but um (laughs) (laughs) it would have been great to have you there and um and uh, and i am very grateful that for whatever reason it didn't work out for you to go and i was able to because it it was a blast it was a good experience it it just felt like uh on the field in the stadium uh there's a good energy there this is just about the time where la fans start to wake up and go oh there's a good team in town. We should maybe go see we should that, maybe go see them. That's I what mean, it felt like. It felt yeah. like LA showed up and it was like, okay, this is not I'm trying to think of a matchup from earlier this year, but this is not you know, some some lame matchup uh that they didn't care about earlier in the year. And it it feel it feels like both, yeah, both the team and the fans are showing up in a much more meaningful way. I mean, it feels like a different if everything felt different from game two, three, four earlier this season. It feels like, it feels like we're watching a different team and it's the right time to be heating up. I mean, it's the right, it's going into the playoff. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the expectations are of this team at this point, but it's just, if, if it's, Hey, go win next week and just keep doing that. That's all we have to focus on, you know? Yeah. I mean, essentially now two games left and, yeah. uh, I, I can't, you know, because we haven't had Sunday games yet, obviously, uh, you know, the, the Rams edge ahead of some of these by percentage points, uh, some of the other teams vying for a wild card spot. So, you know, uh, it would be behoove the Rams to, uh, and I love saying behoove when you're talking about a ram because I think they have hooves, don't they? Um, I do believe so. <laughs> it would uh, it would be advisable for the Rams to you know win these next two games if at all possible. Just to, we, just we to should ensure. Advise, in fact, let's make it clear we are advising them to win the next two yes. games. Yes, just to, it, that is our. It is, that is, yeah, that is the yes, advice. It is our. 
critical analysis that it's probably a good idea. It, it may not be necessary depending on, you know, what else is going on in yes. in the standings, but uh, it is the, you know, two more games left in the season and it's v- still very much a toss up who's going to end up uh, in the wild card. And a lot of that might change and be more revealed after this coming weekend, depending on uh, who does what to who. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Weird, we'll it's just a weird way of saying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the the Rams won't play again until New Year's Eve, and that will be in the Meadowlands against the Giants. So they've got a nice break, which is good because they do have to travel, and it's possible uh, on New Year's Eve, December, yeah. in uh, in, yeah, in, in cold New weather. Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may it may be inclement weather. But uh, the Giants are a team they should be able to beat, especially if they're playing this way. And then wrapping up the season with the 49ers, who uh, have, have clinched the, their division yeah. and are assured of their playoff spot. So I still maintain that uh, whatever Niners team we face, uh, I mean, they're pretty much assured at this point of home field advantage, maybe not through the entire playoff. So they might still have. Yeah, that's um, what I was just the, looking up. Yeah, there there might be a benefit for them to continue to put first stringers on the field, but they're not going to put anybody in danger um, of injury if yeah yeah if uh, if they don't need to. So uh, we won't really know that much until we get to that one on January seventh. But uh, things, gosh, I mean, think about four weeks ago, Kevin. Yeah, um, we were talking about this very thing, which is. You know, we just we just don't know how the rest of the season is going to go. We don't know what team is going to show up. the The right combination of things happened. Being the Pollyannas of podcasting, the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting, is paying off. The PPPP, yeah. the PPPPs, um, yeah, or well, the PPPP because, boys. Because it's it's it the thing that we were thinking and hoping and believing could happen is happening. Which is yeah. everybody's everybody's plan. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's executing. The game plan is working. Uh, still some tweaks, still some things to tighten up. But this, I dare I say it, this kind of feels like the way we went into the Super Bowl season because yeah. we did not have the strongest defense that season. We had to outscore most opponents. They tended to be close games that we were able to finish out. Mm-hmm. This almost feels like we're we're playing a little stronger than some of those games late in that season. I know we're not talking... I don't know if this is a championship team or not. They're going to come up against some big obstacles as they head into the playoffs and if they keep moving. But yeah, oh man, is this exciting? I, I oh. you know, I, I think I think you're right. It's like it's, we want to proceed with caution with getting too ahead of ourselves and how excited we're getting. But look, if we st- we won five of the last six games, meaning if this if we had started the season with this, we'd be a five and one team, and everyone <laughs> would be saying the Rams are probably a, a big heavy threat to make it deep into the playoffs. So, um, I. I, I, I'm not, again, not going to get ahead of myself, but no, if we let's keep get ahead of us like this, no, okay, let's we're going to, we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Super Bowl <laughs> and we're going to win eight. We're going to win eight in a row. We're going to win eight Super Bowls in a row with this team specifically. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you didn't have to go quite that extreme, but all right. Uh, Never open the door for Kevin. Don't open the door. Cause he will barrel right on through it. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I thank you for letting me share my experience because it, it was so fun. My, it was, awesome. it was Okay. I've been to a preseason game. We know this. I've been to Rams games at the Coliseum. This was my first in-season, regular season game at SoFi. So that was a joy. It was my girlfriend's first ever football game. And on the drive home, she said, 
wow, I I didn't know it, but I'm a football fan. I didn't know it. I had no. She had, no, she had so oh, much. Wow, fun. you converted I, her. Wow, I, can, I converted her, and and I think I think it has a lot. We again picked the right game to go to because it, it also didn't it didn't hurt that we got to go to a little VIP area before the game and got some free drinks in us. So that that'll that'll always when you're when you're not having to throw down forty dollars for a beer, uh, that puts you in a good mood right off the bat. Oh, you know what I will say, Larry, and I don't after I don't mean to I don't want to rain all over this parade of goodness i paid 136 dollars to park my car <laughs> i paid how many fact, how many cars did you take what, what I, did we, just the one just the one was in it, fact, it was 130 what the hell 136 dollars and 50 cents and that was on the low end of parking that was on the low end uh the the lesson i learned is there are I, I came in a different route. I came in from the west side. And when you come up, I think it's Manchester. There are you you probably can find some like $30 lots, but there really aren't that many of those. Like a lot of other, like when you go to Staples Center, well, uh, uh whatever they call it now, crypto.com. Um, man, it is expensive to park at SoFi. And I wish there was something they could do to change that, but it's I mean, it's oh. supply and demand. It's just it's just the way it is. Yeah, that hurts my heart. That I mean, I oh my, I I would have if you had said fifty dollars, I would have been like, oh, that's expensive. Or if uh, yeah, you had said yeah. eighty dollars, I would have gone, well, that is an outrage. But I, I think you got swindled, and I think you're gullible, <laughs> and I think they saw your Carlton uh, Christmas sweater, and they're like, well, this guy obviously has dough if he can afford that. <laughs> Um, that, that priceless true. item. That's a good point. Um, That's a good point. Well, I mean, I'm glad you got a good game then and you didn't yeah. have to walk away going, well, I spent $136 to get clobbered by the Saints. I'm glad exactly. The experience <laughs> definitely, definitely made it worthwhile. The, the, the experience, I, I, uh, until this moment, I had forgotten that I paid that much money. So I'm, uh, oh, I'm upset at right. myself for bringing that up. But, you know, uh, in, in the, in the balance of life and all things, this, uh, this balanced out perfectly and probably came out even on the positive side quite a bit just because it was a Rams win and uh, and just such a fun game to be at. Yes. And if and if we want to end on a positive note, I'm I am so happy that uh I didn't end up going to the game and paying that much for parking. So <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. There's a positive. <laughs> you got, you just got $136.50 in your bank account basically. That's what just happened there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we've got a Christmas gift for all of you. A special uh, post-Christmas episode will be dropping this Thursday. So uh, check your podcast stocking here on the Odyssey app or anywhere else you get your podcasts uh, because we've got a, a fun guest, a friend of mine and somebody, uh, I don't know, is it is it something we tease or just let people find out who it is uh, and enjoy the episode because he's got some great stories. Uh, I don't know. What do you, you want to do? Well, I um I grew up on this guy's movies um and he's and he continues to make great so yeah we could we could just sort of tease that if you like yeah. if you grew up if you grew if you like comedies if you if you if there's sports movies that he's made you're gonna know right. his movies and we're yes. excited. Adam Sandler is our guest. This no no, no <laughs> I, that's it, not. It, it sounds, not, sounds like it. It uh, does. Adam, it sounded Adam, like <laughs> Adam Sandler adjacent though. Adam Sandler adjacent. Let's say that definitely definitely more of a behind the scenes guy. But yes. Uh, yes. I, a, a, a Hollywood player, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, so look, we but we will be back. We've got more games to play. Uh, and here's an interesting thing to be thinking about as we wrap up today. If the season were to end today, the Rams does, would be in the play. Right? That, what, no, it oh, does it, not. Oh, it doesn't. No, oh, okay. Got it. Just, just we've, clarifying. We've established okay, two, more two more games. 
right, the Rams would be seated sixth, and they yeah. would be uh, first round. They'd be playing the Lions, oh, seated third. So there, there is clearly a potential for there to be a Goff versus Stafford game, oh. which would which would be wild, right? Fingers crossed. Now I'm excited. Yeah. Now, I, that I would wasn't be, excited what a before. story. Uh, I might, what a story I might pay $136.50 in parking to, to attend a game like that, <laughs> even if it's in Detroit. Even if it's in Detroit. <laughs> no, in Detroit, apparently parking is like $4. So. Okay, well, I'm definitely willing to pay that. <laughs> very, very. The problem is your car will get uh, will be on blocks when you get back to it. That's, that's a terrible stereotype about a wonderful American city, and I apologize. I've managed to piss off every other major yep. metropolitan area on this podcast. I might as well get through them all. Uh, yeah, just well. wait wait till you hear what I have to say about you next week, Atlanta. <laughs> You're in for it. Oh boy. <laughs> Look out, Boise. I got so I got some things to say. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear what he says off the mic about you, Boise. You don't you don't even want to hear that. You well, know, let's not no, even get into I'll, it. Topeka, don't get me started. Welcome.